What's up, Alex? Not much. How you doing? Good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for this. This is the uh, episode one of the interior exterior podcast. This is interior. This is interior, yeah, but ex- interior exterior is what I'm saying. And this is the That's interior. Fair. That's fair. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> uh, usually what we do every week is we'd say, welcome back to interior, welcome back to but, uh, But as the first episode... Of the guess, whole yeah, podcast, you gotta, you this should be interior it. exterior is what the name of the podcast is. That's right. Highlighting interior today. Okay. What does interior mean? Interior means someone within the industry. Okay. So rather than us just talking mindlessly about film for 45 minutes, yeah, yeah. we actually interview someone. And boy, today's guest, whew, crazy. I know you're probably thinking it's me, but I can interview this guy first, which is okay. Alex, tell me a bit about yourself first. What do you uh, do? My name's Alex. I'm an editor, full-time, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. freelance editor. Um, on the side, I run Filmetry. And there goes your headphones. <laughs> yeah, I'm what, so... What, what, what's Filmetry? Filmetry is my production company that I started in 2014. Mm-hmm. We used to just do short films. Now we do online content, client work, mm-hmm. essentially anything you can think of. Cool. Um, full-time, though, I'm an editor, so I do commercial work, editing trailers, you know, holiday ads, YouTube ads. Video games. I used the yep. video game stuff before video too. Video games. Whatever. It's a grab bag. Yeah, yeah. That's, so. that's cool, bro. That's yeah. cool. Now we got the way you guys know what he does. Uh, to be honest, bro, uh, when I first met you, I met you like, what, like five years ago. And uh, I was, I'm a, uh, what was it? The film was Cake Writer, a small short film you wrote. And... Uh, I was kind of just getting getting back on my feet and I was looking for some work to do. Kind of just like a low end, low budget uh, short film, like a fun piece. And I, I met you for the first time and uh, you getting to know you a little bit. I didn't realize how young you were at the time. I think you were like 19 or 18 or 19 or something. Yeah, 19. And you, like I, I enjoyed working with you on set and then I found out how old you were and then how many projects you had done already. Yeah. You had done like, 15 films or something something crazy and i was like i'm holding on to this guy and i'm not letting him go <laughs> well that, i was i was very ambitious myself yeah. in, in making i had a lot of film ideas and, and i wanted a lot coming up and uh and yeah we've kind of been together since yeah but that, in in that time mm-hmm. well, to my question in that time you know i've got to learn a lot more about you and and just how hardworking you actually are um and i honestly i couldn't i couldn't find myself doing what you do like you know better you than me when you're sitting at that desk for 15 16 17 hours but yeah. how do you how do you push through i mean i'm usually stuck in the basement for like you said 16 17 hours and some days it, it adds up like hours on hours it just feels like i don't know it feels never ending I, I think the motivation is always the final product yeah but i've recently found in the last few weeks or months of us planning this like to do filmetry I realized that I'm not satisfied editing other people's stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, over the years, at first, obviously, editing was really exciting. And it was like, wow, I get to do this or I get to do that. But then I realized there's a difference between editing for yourself and editing for someone else. Like, don't get me wrong. I love editing and I love getting someone's vision out there and, you know, putting it together. It's like putting together a puzzle where the pieces don't fit. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, So usually my motivation is like that final that final result but like i said over the last few you know months weeks it's it's felt like a lot so i'm yeah. happy that we're doing our own thing and not 100 you know. 100 buddy uh, i'm looking forward to actually being behind the camera a little bit too 
in that, yeah. pro- in that process. I really want to see you behind the camera because I, I, it's funny because now I'm in front and you're obviously still in front, but I want to take, I want to do a short where it's flipped. Yeah. yeah. In the future. Like, 100%. I don't know how good of a, I am as an actor. I mean, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor, but now I'm more comfortable behind the camera than in front of it. So yeah, it's okay. We can do some like, like Tarantino things. You, know, like you always, <laughs> from moving forward, you always have a small part in, yeah. in the films. No problem. A, a cameo. Cameos. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's that's the hundred percent truth, man. Like I, you're one of the hardest workers I know, and and that's why. Like I've I've gone through, I've tried many different like avenues in life, and 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 gone down many roads, and I've tried to partner up with people for certain certain ventures, this and that, or films, um, but things just don't seem to work out. It's very hard to find a partner who 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 one believes in the same vision you have, um, works as hard as you, yeah. and is fair, honest, all those qualities that we want in like a like a partner. Yeah. And like a romantic situation, you want it as a partner in, in mm-hmm. business, you know. And I've kind of found that with you, and and, uh, and I think we got something special starting up here. So yeah, I think I think there's a a huge part of its commitment. I feel like a lot of people say things, but they never commit to it. Maybe we've already had some of those people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, I if I want, I've always wanted filmetry to be a thing. So mm-hmm. it's like if that's what my goal is, I don't care what stands in my way. Yeah, I'll get there. Hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. So. I'm willing to put in the time and the hours. Mm. Well, kind of going into my next question too. So, what what actually keeps you hungry? Like, what actually keeps you moving? I think uh, it's funny because I I always thought that my idea of success was validated by the awards that I won or like whatever accolades I could get. Mm. But then I slowly started to realize as I was watching more and more films, there there were films that. I was like, wow, if I had made like a Shawshank or like, you know, one of those big films or one of those films that impacted me, but for someone else, that means a a whole lot more than an award to me because it's like, you've left your mark on cinema. You've left your mark in film, even if it's one film. And like, Mm. I don't know. I like the idea of someone going into watching our films or like when we get to the point where they're in theaters and I like Mm. the idea of someone being impacted by it, you know, whether it be, you know, saying wow i i wish i was more like that or wow this is me like you know what i mean absolutely so i've, I've kind of learned that as i went too because for me i've learned that there's there's, there's really no destination no you know what i mean like no. there's those that those awards those, those best actor awards or the best mm-hmm. film screenplay oscar golden globe golden globe golden globe any of those things we want like uh to achieve but once we get there then what yeah exactly you know and and I've learned that I really enjoy the process, making films yeah. and, and being in films. I don't care about the destination as much, as yeah, long as I'm in the journey. moment and enjoying it, yeah. you know, and uh, life's a lot more beautiful like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a firm, be- I'm a firm believer that as long as you're constantly moving, as long as you're constantly growing mm. and you're not staying stagnant, that's what's amazing to witness because suddenly yeah. you look back and you see what you made like four years ago and you're like holy cow you know 100 <laughs> percent. how see, different it is i see some work i've done from four or five years oh, ago I'm like, oh my god <laughs> yeah, even like the films we like even cake writer when we when i watch it now i'm like jesus christ i could have done this better i could have done that 100%. better even a film i did last week i'd be like i watched it and be like oh Maybe I shouldn't have such a big lunch that day, <laughs> you know? There's always something, but I think that's what we are as artists and yeah, creatives. We're always. our worst critics. 100%, man. I'm horrible like that. Well, speaking about actors and working uh, working with actors, what are some some challenges you've uh, you faced working with actors? I think... <laughs> or or let, me, let me rephrase that. Mm. Challenges you find with uh, 
um, trying to trying to direct an actor into what into how into your vision and, and how you see uh, how you see that character. And it's very hard to like. Translate. There's so many different acting coaches and yeah. strategies and, and and theories and and techniques and all this stuff. Yeah. Speak with an actor, try to get them to deliver the performance that you're looking for. I think it's funny because when I started making short films, I never considered a lot of people do like obviously non-union, but they, they start out as students working through university or through school doing short films. And then they grow to that level where they're more professional on set and you have like a union. But mm -hmm. for me, it was like, I want to make films. And like, I, I kind of jumped into the deep end in the sense, cause I was like, okay, I'm going to direct and I'm going to hire a bunch of people and we're all going to do this. And what I realized was I didn't know what I was doing half the time. Um, I think the more films I get to direct, the more I get comfortable with working with actors. I know there's certain people like Graham. We both know Graham. Graham is very comfortable working with actors because he wrote it a certain way. When I write a script, I'm obviously I'm thinking of character, but for me, it's hard to translate. Uh, and this is just in general, like everyday life. It's hard for me to translate what I'm thinking into words, mm. but uh, a method that I found that works almost universally with actors. I don't even know if this is like a, a proven method or whatever, but I try to get them to to relate a feeling. Imagine that you, you you just came home and you found that your you know your spouse who you've been married to for four years has someone else in the bed with it with her yeah or him. Well, you know what I think I yeah. think that when you as an actor and, and, and as a director coaching yeah. an actor I think that uh, as long as you just bring it back to real life yeah that's like the thing. like uh, make it pretty simple exactly simplify things like yeah. if that's the case like. Uh, if if you did come home yeah. and your and your wife was with another you know in that situation like how are you gonna feel yeah. actually break down the actual put yeah. yourself in that moment I think some people try to find this like esoteric nonsense of getting to that place or that spot <laughs> yeah. and and it's not how it is and then you don't see authentic work yeah you know what I mean uh, there's a different things too where. I, I don't, I, this is not me as a director, but I don't like it when every single syllable or something has to have an inflection to it. Mm. So directors will come into it and it's fine. You have your vision. You want to execute it in a specific way. But I hate the fact that me personally directing, I hate the fact when people come into it and they say, well, okay, your line is, I'm going to go to the, sh the grocery store and they say, okay, well, I'm is delivered like this going is like this. And that you and they put so much complexity to like delivering a simple line that suddenly the actor feels like they're stuck, you know, not having the freedom to d deliver it in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I, yeah. I've worked with directors like that. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with being like specific about what you want. I'm, I know I do inflections, but for certain words. Yeah. Um, but overall, I don't know. I like the idea of having actors play around with it, see how it feels. I know I've changed a bunch of lines when we've been on set and I'm like, I don't like how this sounds or mm -hmm. I don't like how this works. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I think the, the more you do it and the more like nailing it down you do, like if a director does like 14 takes with an actor trying to get the right inflection or trying to get the right thing, um, it doesn't feel as genuine as the first two times, right? Because the first two times it feels new, it feels fresh. Yeah. So Absolutely. You have to maintain some sort of that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, huh. Okay, what what do you... Uh, it's kind of a strange question, but I, I'm trying to relate it back to film best I can, but mm -hmm. what are some of your fears as a filmmaker that, that you face? <laughs> or that you've maybe faced or moving forward at you? I, I have this constant, and this might sound really stupid, but I have this constant fear that I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Even if like, it doesn't matter how confident I am behind a camera or in editing, there will be moments where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. or I'm scared that I'm going to get that one assignment or that one thing that I have to do where suddenly nothing makes sense anymore. 
You know what I think that's called? What? I think it's called being human. Well, that's and being human, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, I just feel like I, it doesn't matter how much I learn. I'm never like at that point where I'm comfortable with something. Yeah. I go into a shoot. It could be something as small as like, you know, shooting a, a pencil or something. I don't know, something random. But I go into that with this crazy amount of fear until I step onto set. Mm. And then it's like nothing, everything goes away. Yeah. But it's leading up to it. I think that's the anxiety and everything that comes I, I into don't, it. I don't think you're alone with that. I think that happens to everybody in every area. Yeah. You know, over time you get obviously more confident. Yeah. But, um, you know, I even hear things like, uh, from an acting standpoint, I've, I've watched things like with like Al Pacino or, um, was it Sean Penn saying like, he's terrified. Some scenes you come yeah. to set terrified. And we idolize these people, yeah. you know, and, and their performance they've done, and like we're, we're they're they're terrified of delivering yeah. this performance or finding finding this character, being authentic. It's I think it's a natural fear. Yeah, and I think specifically the directing side of things, that one scares me the most because it's like you, you're the boss, you're, you're the, the one that everyone depends on. Yeah, you're the cat. So if everyone has a question about something, you have to have the answers. You know, big shoes to fill. Exactly. Yeah. So I have a, that constant fear in my head of like, what if someone asks me something I just don't know, and then not, everybody's stuck there looking at me like, yeah. what are you? What are we doing? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah, know. But I think I've nav- I've gotten better with it. Like I've come up with solutions really quick term. I like that feeling. I like that feeling of like we have to make a decision because that's when I'm like forced to make something. Mm. Because I think we get it. Uh, this is like universal. I think within film, whether you're an actor, or director, or whatever, creative, or an artist. I think a lot of people they'll 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 start to doubt their own thinking or they'll start to doubt their own work. So what I mean by that is like if I'm thinking, well maybe we should do this kind of lighting or maybe we should do this kind of lighting and I think too much about it, suddenly my entire idea falls apart because I can't make a decision because I have time to decide. Yeah. You know, and I have time to think about it. But the more I think about it, the more damaging it is to the project. Mm. So I think sometimes it's better to be like, okay, well, I have, I'm, I'm placing a deadline on myself to make the, you know, whether it's to write a script or to make a decision just so I can move forward past it. Because the more I think about it, the more I dwell in it and mm-hmm. the more, you know, controlled it feels. It doesn't feel, you know. Yeah. And get I'm it like, done, get out the way. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like that, uh, that unknown behind the curtain. Exactly. And yeah. you open the curtain, you're like, well, this is what I was. Yeah. It was all this crap. It's just pretty, yeah. pretty simple, you know. It all comes down to preparation too. Oh, 100%. You know. Um, yeah, like even like in the past, like simple job interview, like even if you like leave, go if it's a job interview is on Thursday, yeah, go but Wednesday, drive by the building, look what the building looks like you're going yeah. into. So when you get there, you know where the parking is. Exactly, little things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you want a coffee beforehand? Well, there's, there's a Timmy's right there. Yeah. Grab a coffee, maybe go over some stuff. Just, just prepare yourself. Get as get as get as familiar as you can with the script, the the set, yeah. the the crew, everybody you can, and then uh, I think it comes. I feel a lot better. I I think a lot of my shortcomings as a creative come in preparation. I mean, I think the thing is like, I, there'll be moments where I'm like, I want to shoot something right now. Mm. And you know, I'll write, and I've done in the past where I've written a script and the next day I'm like going to shoot the film (laughs) and I don't do multiple drafts and I don't do thinking and whatever. And then it ends up coming back to bite me because I'm like, well, this doesn't make any sense or this doesn't work. Yeah. But, but there, there's been instances like Pyrenees, right? Yeah. What we did together where I spent a solid two months doing pre-production and it made production the smoothest it was ever. Mm-hmm. You know? And I loved it. I loved creating. I, there's something weird about like putting together schedules and like, oh, they're available this day or they're available that day. Yeah. It's so cool to, to me to put them together. The process. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the more I've done pre-production, the more I've liked it. And I think the more 
prep you do into something, the more successful it becomes because you've thought of every angle. 100%. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, like as a filmmaker, do you believe that you have uh, like a responsibility to culture? Do you feel that being like a, a creative person requires you to, to give back or like tell particular stories or not tell particular stories? I think it's, you know? I think we as filmmakers have a platform like anybody mm -hmm. else. Like I, a lot of influencers have platforms, a lot of anybody that can, you know, make something that will impact people. I think we have a responsibility because we have a platform to tell stories. And I think from a young age, even the first short films I ever made, they were all focused on things like really harsh, dark stuff that not a lot of people mm -hmm. talked about, you know, and I'm not, I wasn't doing it to be edgy. I was doing it because I never saw films when I was growing up that had to deal with like mental health or suicide or things like that. And I think if you have a platform to show people something, to educate someone, I think you should use it. Mm. I don't think, I think you should make films that, there's nothing wrong with feel-good films or films like fantasy or things to escape the reality of the world because the world is a harsh place. It's a terrible place. Mm -hmm. But I can think be. it can be. It can also be great. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is I think there's also a responsibility to tell stories that might make people more aware of certain topics or might make people more understanding that there's people out there that aren't as privileged or aren't as lucky, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I think. I'm not saying every film has to be that, but I think, no, no, yeah. I get. I'm I'm the same way. Like you've seen this kind of some of the ideas yeah, I have yeah. for film, you know. And it's uh, I kind of have this obsession, not obsession, but like I like to tell stories about like the dark corners of life. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I'm the same. I feel like there's just stories that need to be told, especially if you live through some yeah. and you experience them. That's what you know. And plus, yeah. there's a lot of audience members that like uh, that don't haven't seen films like that or like go through things. And you know, sometimes it it's nice, at least for me, to see in a film someone that's like me or someone that might be going through something that I went through because there's a feeling of comfort in that. Absolutely. And I think if you can make that connection in your films to the audience, I think it's a very powerful thing. And it's something that no, no one else can make. That's why I love film because you can make that connection. Mm. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone said something the other day. I forget. I forget who it was. My cousin or something. She's like, yeah, I, I wish, I wish, uh, I just wish I was in like Hogwarts. I could go to Hogwarts, you know, and Harry Potter. I was yeah. like, I just wish it looks like so cool. I just want to go to Hogwarts. Wouldn't you? I was like, I, I'm like, that's why, you know, that's why I have the best job in the world. Because yeah, really, really, I get the opportunity to be anybody. That was the thing. I, I, I said anybody. I said the same thing to my parents because they were like, "Why do you want to be film?" Uh, I said, "If I don't, if I wasn't a filmmaker, I'd be like a detective or someone in marketing or whatever." And then I thought about it. and I was like, "You know what? But I'm, I'm a director. I can make films about whatever I want to be. Want. If I want to learn how to be a police officer, I can Anything. make a film about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Shit. Before I die, I could be everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I could cop police officer. I could live in some fantasy world. I yeah. can do everything. You could be an astronaut. You could be whatever you just want. Just tell stories, man. Yeah, it's awesome. That's yes. what I'm saying. So, yeah, I love what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to go into that too much. I would like to know, uh, like, where do you, where do you see yourself in like, uh, like two, three years with filmetry and yourself? Where would you like to see yourself? I want to have more opportunity within two or three years. I think that's the best answer because I think. Right now, obviously, we do have opportunities, but I want us to grow to the the point where we can, you know, do things that we weren't able to do, either because of mm. budget or because of whatever, whether it be films or our client projects or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just want to see growth. Uh, I think 
rather than saying like, I want us to have this or this, I just like the idea of having opportunity. I think the more we do this, the more, I don't know, natural will become and more we'll grow and get better yeah. at it. Yeah. I think there's so many opportunities yeah. and just like we talked about the journey. Yeah, exactly. Let's see how it goes. And I think for me personally, I want, I like to do things within film where I'm comfortable, like editing I'm very comfortable with, but I want to see myself growing and doing things that I'm not as comfortable in, mm. you know, whether it be, I know that I'm not as good in audio sound. I'm not good at lighting that much. So working on things that I'm not as comfortable in yeah. and just continuing to grow. I think I'll be pretty happy with myself if I feel as though my ability has grown over the, the next two years. Yeah. I, like I, I don't know. I, and I think overall, I, I just, I want us to be happy about what we make. I don't want us to mm -hmm. be like, oh, we got to film this or oh, we got to do this. Yeah. 100%. I think there should be a sense of authenticity. Sure. You know what? How do you know? Yeah. It's one of the last questions I want to ask you, but how do you know when you have that right idea? You're just talking about like that idea that you want to make. What, what, what do you, how do you know? I think for me, it's different for a lot of different people, but I think for me, if that idea can't get out of my head, Mm. so like I, I'll have a, a lot of my ideas randomly come in two places either while I'm showering or while I'm sleeping or at night like when I'm in bed yeah and then I'll have an idea and if it force there's two, there's different stages to it the first stage is if I have a dream or if I have a concept that I randomly come up with my head trying to fall asleep and the first stage is if I have to get up to get a piece of paper and a pencil that's already past the first stage I'm like okay well now this is an idea written on paper if I don't think it's good enough for a paper then it's, it's out. Mm. And then after that, I'll write it. And more often than not, I'll wake up the next morning, read what I wrote and be like, this is the worst thing I've ever yeah, <laughs> like yeah. come up with. Like, I'm like, it's funny. Cause in the moment I'll be like, Oh my God, this, this, this would be the greatest yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Like we should do this. I can't and go to then, sleep. I have to get yeah. this done now. <laughs> it's like, I have to make this like right now. And then you wake up and it, you've written something about like, you know, uh, man meets a cheetah at a zoo and you're like, what is this? <laughs> Cheetos commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it divulges into nothing. So that's the second part. If it, the second stage is if the idea is still good the next morning mm -hmm. and if a week passes and I haven't stopped thinking of that idea or adding to it, then I know that I want to commit to it. And I've had it where I've had ideas that like I haven't made yet, but are ones that we want to make that yeah. I had for like two years because yeah. I'm like this idea I know I want to do it. Me too, it man. Hasn't, yeah, just sits there, and exactly. I just know. And 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 it also comes down to for me like people need to hear the story. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know, it, and, and yeah. uh, some one in particular that I've been working on, it's it's a true story, and I really have to you know pay, do it well enough to pay respect and show to the people and to the families. Mm. You know what I mean? So. uh it takes time, but that's also beautiful. I love like the like the research. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love the research. I love like the the location scouting. Mm -hmm. But but you know, just the excitement of of uh, the whole process. Yeah. Going to sit down with families and speak to them about the situation and, yeah. and, and how they went through and what was he like mm. as a person, you know, and then trying to play those characters. You know, I got this one big project in my mind right now that I'm speaking of, but the whole process is just so exciting. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that like filming, it's, I don't know. For me, at least I, you can't love one independent part of filmmaking. I think mm. to, I truly enjoy every step of it because yeah. every step of it has new challenges and new things mm -hmm. like pre-production at first. I'm like, Oh God, I want to do pre-production. Like, this is Jesus. But then you start to like it. Like I said, you start putting those pieces together and then it works. And then shooting is always fun. It, 
I think the important thing while shooting is to surround yourself with people that you want to work with. Mm. So if I have like the crew that I always work with, or I have people that I know and I love to work with and it makes, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like a couple of friends getting together to make something. Yeah. No, we, we, we've, we've had, uh, we've done well with that actually. We, yeah. we, we've had some good luck yeah. with the crew we got and with the films you've done so far. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm under that thing. If I, if I don't like someone or if I don't, like how they are and said I'm, they're not coming back yeah you know mm-hmm. because making films is hard but it, it only gets harder if you're you know mm-hmm. having to deal with someone else's attitude or ego yeah yeah inside of it that's the same with actors like i mean i think i think you know this like if you put your best foot forward on a set regardless of what the production is whether it's non-union or you know i mean i've had actors that their egos are so big that once they step on a non-union set, suddenly they feel like they're better than anywhere and everyone else, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I, I like the fact that, you know, actors can come on the set and they, they, they show humility. They show like that they're not above everyone else, you know? Yeah. And yeah, you're good for that. Cause you, you, I remember when we worked on cake writer, like you were like, let me help you carry this or let me help you with the lights or let me help you with this. Well, I, th- I think, I think it comes down to being, it's just a coll- collaborative effort. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I'm not here to, you know, be a you know one of those people that just demand stuff. Like even now, when I get on when I get on set, yeah. you know, and I got like the eighty knocked on my trailer, be like, you know, I'm just gonna give you coffee or this. I'm like, no, no, where's 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 craft? I'll go get it. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, let me go. Yeah. I I can go get it. I have a problem. I just don't like having that feeling that like people are catering to me. No, yeah. I, I don't. I never liked it, and I don't want to feel make people feel like that. Even like I've I've been on sets and I got friends in, on BG. Yeah. You know, and I go over there and I just, I see them I'm like, yo, I'll be over in the BG section in a second. <laughs> like when I finish up, I get yeah. over there and then like an AD comes over and is like super rude to me. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not on set? Like BG needs to be over there. I was like, I'm not doing, You're not doing I'm, not, I'm not BG. I'm just yeah. sitting here talking to my friends and like, I don't really care. I'll have lunch with, with them and stuff. It's like, I don't care, man. It's just part of the process of, of, of the, the whole process. I mean, yeah. of, of making a film and being on set and like very lucky to do what we do yeah if you're lucky enough to be making a film regardless of budget if you're just oh, there, yeah. lucky to have people around that want to you know help you make your vision or whatever it is whether it ends up good or bad you know i think if you go into it and you go in with a positive attitude and you're the kind of person that people like on set or like you know if you grow that community on set yeah those memories won't go away until like or they never will essentially yeah. you know what i mean like it's a remember a memorable thing i think some of my favorite films that we've made or like even short films in general i remember the production more than i remember the final film oh, yeah <laughs> so yeah those are some of the best parts too exactly so yeah. everyone's sm- staying in a small house everyone's sleeping on the floor yeah you know <laughs> waking up super early to go shoot and yeah. everyone's tired we had pizza and beer all night and yeah, yeah it's I good man. Yeah. yeah so oh yeah. yeah man yeah this is pretty cool dude yeah i'm happy that we get to do this me too. <laughs> yeah, just getting getting things going here. But yeah, uh, real movie. Yeah, yeah. This part this is only the first episode and I feel like I feel like you're getting all the kinks out. I feel like I'm we're trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will see how the audio on the video is. Oh, dude, you'll be you'll be an expert in front of the mic, in front of the camera in no time, dude. Nah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in editing and I'm gonna look at myself like, this is like, the no. worst thing I've ever why did I say that? I might have to come in there with you. I'm gonna notice it's <laughs> gonna be on this take the whole time. Rob's close up the whole time. It's a forty five minute thing, but it's now twenty minutes and it's just uh, you talking to nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, man, this, out of no, it. this is good, dude. This is good. No, I like the questions. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. Now I get to do you, yours. Let's so do it. That'll be next time. Sounds good. Well, yeah, take brother. care.
Robert Cormier. You too, buddy. <laughs>